Hello. Hello! Welcome to Sit for a Spell, a podcast where we discuss the lore, the traditions, and modern practices of the occult. Learn alongside us as we explore the many ways the witches of today observe their craft. So grab your book of shadows, light your candles. It's time, time to, to sit, sit for a spell. Jessica. Yes. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> Surprised me. I know. I wanted to surprise uh, you. Uh-oh. It's okay. So you guys are going to hear my dog in this episode. Yeah, that's Jack. He just wants to play so bad. He's fine. No, Jack. Sit down. He just wants to play. He loves altars. He loves, yeah. He really wants to be involved. He wants to tell you all about it. Yeah. He needs, you need his opinions. <laughs> about altars you do anyway so yes altars talking about altars today yeah what is this i don't even know what episode it is anymore we're all combobulated discombobulated i think seven seven this is episode seven for sure for sure for sure for sure (laughs) no 90 percent. this is the altars episode yeah you're here we we made it altars um altars are not something I really do in my house because, uh, as stated before, I have, well, they're not kittens anymore, but I have cats and cats are notorious for knocking shit off of places. So I had one altar for uh, Samhain and I made, put it up really high and <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even see it. <laughs> so I was like, um, you know what? It's like, it's not a huge deal. And they're not for everybody. No. No. Yeah. It's kind of something mm-hmm. I've never really done. Yeah, but yeah, not for so, anybody. Let's get into I it. I have them. Um, recently, in this last year, twenty nineteen, year of the altars the year of the in altar. the in CISO household, we did it, and I like here. it. So yeah. tell us, tell us about them. Why do we do it? All right, buckle up. Here we go. Altars. We're going to start with a little bit of the history of altars. Excellent. So when doing this research, there's not a lot of like really detailed history mm-hmm. that I saw mm-hmm. in my very limited 10 minute Googling that I tried to do. But I did find a little bit. Um, okay. So altars probably originated uh, when certain places... Um, like trees, rocks, creeks, they came to be regarded as holy or a place inhabited by spirits. Mm. So uh, the wor- worshipers, so this is like way back in the day, like, yeah. you know, ancient man. Druids. Yeah. They would, uh, worshipers would leave gifts to please the gods and um, they were placed at the location or nearby. Mm-hmm. Um, in primitive times or primitive religions, the stone, uh, they would leave stones or heaps of stones or mounds of earth. And the mounds of earth or rocks or stones or whatever was like pretty much all that they, it like sufficed for mm-hmm. whatever they were doing. Yeah. So um, it wasn't until the development of the ritual sacrifice that more elaborate altars were built. Um, they made nice. them out of stone and brick and they were made in a certain way so that the victims could be. Uh, or the sacrifices of mm-hmm. their victims um, could be killed. And so like their blood would run into a certain yeah. 
like mm-hmm. a certain crevice mm-hmm. or something or that like a um, basin. yeah or that like their flesh like they would they could be burned in a certain way yeah. so they were kind of built specifically for that kind of the purpose purpose exactly yeah. um altars used in the middle east ranged this is still ancient times from small stands like strictly for burning incense mm-hmm. to great, like huge rectangular stone basins. And it kind of just depends on where in the Middle East you are mm-hmm. or were. And um, depending on what you used. Hmm. So in, uh, the ancient Greeks built their altars at the entrances of their homes and in the courtyards of their homes. So outside. Nice. And um, they obviously had like many gods, many, many gods. Yeah. So like the big big wig dudes and ladies like Zeus or Athena they got like really big lofty altars huge and then like yeah huge like ostentatious literally the temples yeah like humongous and um the smaller like domestic gods would get smaller yeah smaller things and those was those are the ones that usually would be like in the in the homes or around the homes yeah yeah um, the Romans were very similar to the Greeks in the way that they built their altars as well. Um, early Christians ruined the party for everybody. Always. But they didn't use altars. They preferred to do their worshiping at home. Mm. And uh, around the third century AD, when um, people started performing the Eucharist more, mm-hmm. that's where like they they go behind that like big table and they bless the the bread and the yeah. wine and then people mm-hmm. come up and like you know they uh the communion the communion yes yeah. they them. started regarding that table as an altar oh yeah for sure so it started off as just like a wooden table yeah and then the more that they got into it mm-hmm. they were like oh we need this to be bigger and like more yeah. elaborate so they were like and, yeah stone mm-hmm. and you know like uh they were made out of concrete yeah they were shrouded in like nice tapestries and they were ordained or or adorned yeah adorned adorned with candles and Mm -hmm. gold and you know yeah all fancy no one can pass up the opportunity for a good altar yeah really and they were uh, whereas before they weren't really like the center of the worship like nowadays you go into a christian church or even like a catholic church that eucharist yeah I don't know, stand? I don't know what it's called. I don't know. The Eucharist stand. Uh, it's like the center of mm, the entire mm-hmm. yeah. church. When you walk in, it's generally the first thing your eye goes to. Yeah, it's right up there, right yeah. on at the top of the stairs mm-hmm. or underneath the big... Glass windows. Or yeah, the, the big uh, crucifix mm-hmm. or, you know, mm-hmm. just like mm-hmm. Jesus hanging out. Um when uh, yeah so that that started when the christians began building more churches they started mm-hmm. building their churches around the focal point yeah of the eucharist stand i don't know what else to call it that works um orthodox churches maintain christian custom of regarding the altar as an, a table and um so many protestants and presbyterian churches also reduce the altar to a table so they don't really have that same sort of celebration for it it's just kind of Mm -hmm. part of it but it's not the big center focal point yeah and um lutheran and anglican Mm -hmm. traditions Mm -hmm. favor the altar yeah so um obviously a lot of this is wikipedia or whatever 
where else I have, would we get our I'll information? Give my, uh, yeah, I have my sources that I'll give. So altars in the Wiccan, Pagan, or Witchcraft area are as old as time itself. Yeah. And they can be used as a place of ceremony, invocation, spellcasting, worship, chanting, prayer, and all sorts of other practices. Yeah. So that's kind of where we're going to live today mm. in those kinds of Wiccan, pagan, general witchcrafty types of altars. Yes. I'm going to give you um, like some basic altar components, the types of altars, and kind of like little things you would need for a very basic altar. Nice. So let's do it. Here we go. Basic altar components. First of all, yeah. altars don't need to be expensive or no. fancy. Mm-mm. But basic, even the most basic ones have the same sorts of things in common. Mm-hmm. So they should be placed in a spot where they'll be easy accessible, yeah. but not disturbed, which yeah. is why I don't have one because mm-hmm. my cats, cats walk on fucking everything. Yes. Knock everything down. Yes. I can't even tell you how many times I wake up in the middle of the night and like all my stuff's on the floor. So, <laughs> or I'm waking up, I'm awoken by things, things being falling. knocking on the Godzilla's floor. Godzilla's <laughs> falling all over the place. I'm like, what is that? Okay, nothing breakable? Okay, I'm going back to sleep. <laughs> um, you should have enough space to sit or stand in prayer or meditation near mm-hmm. your altar. Mm-hmm. Um, you should cover your altar in an appropriate colored cloth. Mm-hmm. Um, include things like chimes bells or singing bowls to clear the energy and to signal the start of whatever ritual you may be performing Mm -hmm. Uh, each type of altar varies from tradition to tradition and from purpose to purpose but a very basic altar setup only requires a space and objects that symbolize what you want your altar to do yeah so like we always say it's all about intention yeah everything everything gosh so here are some kinds of altars you can do you can do, you can place, make, make create. create. <laughs> I like to. You can do these altars. Here we go. A love altar. Mm. Okay. So this is not just romantic love. This is a general feeling of love, yeah. love in your life. Um, pink. Mm. Pink is very big for love. Mm-hmm. Pink cloth, rose quartz, uh, pink roses, pink candles, uh, dried rose petals mm. um, are for generally for love if you want something a little more passionate yeah a little more you know sexy Sexy. you use red Mm. so do what you will with that (laughs) if you use maroon you better watch out (laughs) i don't know i don't know if that's true but (laughs) it is now and yeah i'm gonna do it and generally they are placed in your bedroom okay uh, prosperity altars that's for not I think pe- most people think prosperity is money mm-hmm. but also success and happiness yeah are things that you can attract with these mm-hmm. um, green which again before green represented money green represented healthy crops yes so mm-hmm. green is very big also gold is yeah. very big so that's more for like the material wealth yeah because gold has been around literally forever forever um, so green or gold candles, uh, coins or play money if you want to attract money. Prosperity incense, green or gold cloth. Did I say that already? Um, Not the cloth part. Prosperity oil, an offering bowl. Mm. So in prosperity altars, it's very, and most altars anyway, offering bowls are kind of a big one because the more you 
give, the more you'll get. Okay. So it's not just take, 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 take. Yeah. So you offer things and you get more yeah. in return. Yeah. It's a balance. Yeah. Um, you want to place that in the heart of your home. So okay. wherever you spend the most time, living room, kitchen, mm-hmm. dining room, mm-hmm. bedroom, if that's where you spend most of your time. Yeah. Just figure out where that is for you. So next we have a protection altar. Mm. So this is for um, home or personal safety. Yeah. Uh, red and black. So red represents like passion, but mm-hmm. also strength. Yeah. Very and, strong color. Yes. And black uh, absorbs negative energy. Mm-hmm. So you need a protection candle, protection oil, stones, like we talked about before, smoky quartz, mm-hmm. black uh, tourmaline, mm-hmm. onyx mm-hmm. are great for this. Um, some people use symbols of powerful animals or warriors. So oh. if you connect with any certain kind of animal mm-hmm. or any, it could be anybody, it could be like a pretend like a movie warrior, you know, yeah. like, could be like Clint Eastwood. He's like, you know, put him on your altar. Whatever. Put him on your altar. If it's a strong warrior and you identify with it, use it. Um, you also, oh shoot, I lost my spot. Oh, okay. Um, cacti or thorny plants. Oh. So that helps a lot too. Mm-hmm. You place this near your front door to keep negative energy out of your home and away from the people who live in your home. Interesting. I yeah. like that. I like that one too. Mm-hmm. Um, altars to honor gods or deities. Mm-hmm. And this is to strengthen your bond with this particular being yeah. entity. Um, each deity has their own color and symbolism mm-hmm. that must be taken into account. Um, statues, incense, prayer candles, prayer prayer cards. Mm-hmm. Um, it's best to just sort of research the correct colors, objects, symbols, uh, just to ensure that you're doing it correctly. Yeah. But those are just the kind of things you could use. And yeah. again, offering bowls, offering, um, you know, things so that you're not just, mm-hmm. you know, the, again, the balance, you're not just yeah. taking. Yeah. Okay. Next, we have a nature altar. Mm. So this obviously is to uh, connect, reconnect with the natural world, especially those of us who don't live like in a rural area. Yeah. We don't live in the city, but we don't live, we live in the suburbs. Yeah, we live so in the suburbs, in the valley. There is some in a nature, valley. you know, there's some nature around. There's a tree in my backyard. Yeah, there's a tree. There's, it's almost Christmas time. There's a tree in your house there's too. There's literally a tree in my house. I'm looking at it right now. But um, a lot of times we don't have a chance to like go into the woods or oh. spend time at the beach or mm-hmm. the desert or what have you. Yeah. So... You for this, you mostly just need representations of whatever elements mm-hmm. that you're trying to connect with. Um, you could do stones, seashells, twigs, dirt, whatever. Yeah. And um, this is generally not a space for offerings because you're not really asking for anything. You're yeah. just kind of reconnecting. Oh, that's nice. Okay. Yeah. Uh, temporary altars. So these are things for like specific events. Mm-hmm. Yule, Samhain. You could do. Um, this is very big, like um, Dia de los Muertos. We have yeah. our ofrendas. You mm-hmm. could do things like that. Mm-hmm. That's an altar. And um, you just kind of use it for whatever specific event that you're Yeah, that's what I tend honoring. to do. Um, these are meant to be dismantled after the event is over. You can also use these temporary altars for a specific spell or intention that you're doing. Oh, okay. So you can put it up for, say you are trying to do a love spell. Yeah. You're like, hey, I really want to meet somebody. I'm going to do this love spell. I'm going to put it up, put this altar up for a week and then take it down. Yeah. 
you totally do that too. Um, you determine what the purpose is and you let that guide you to the specific and special requirements that are needed yeah. in the altar. How do we build an altar? Let me know. Number one, dedicate a space. Yes. This Check. doesn't have to be anything fancy. It can be a coffee table, a dresser top, a cabinet, a broom closet, a, a bookshelf. DVD stand. A DVD stand, a windowsill. <laughs> it could be anything. Yeah. It doesn't have to be big. You don't have to build your own temple in your home. No. Nobody, most people don't have like a dedicated room, but that would be really cool. It would be super cool. Yeah. We should build our own house. We should. But I'm telling you this commune. Yeah. Let's do it. We're going to do it. We're going to buy a cul-de-sac in like Oregon. Yeah. And then we're all of our friends are going to live there. It's going to be great. It'd be the best. And we're going to homeschool our children. I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a cult. It does. It'll I'm, be a good one though. I'm fine with it. We won't be mean to anybody. <laughs> I'm fine with it. Um, you can also, if you don't have a space to so say you travel a lot or you don't have your own home, or, you know, you live in different places all the time, you could do a mobile altar. Mm -hmm. So boxes, uh, tins, shoe boxes, uh, hard cased suitcases. These are great for people who cannot keep a permanent setup in their home. Yeah. Or, you know, maybe you're still in the broom closet. You yeah. Know, maybe you live with people mm -hmm. who would really look down on it or it would put you in danger or, yeah. you know, you know that it was still... And, and coming up with reading this, I saw something that I didn't have time to like really look into, but I want to. Until 1951, it was illegal to practice witchcraft in the UK. Oh. Like punishable by death. Really? 1951. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah. I was like, well, that's that dumb. can't be real. That's not real. <laughs> no, I believe it. I believe it 100%. And if that's wrong, I'm sorry. Maybe it was 1851, but I swear it was 1951. I don't doubt you. Yeah, so... I'm gonna, we're going to talk about that one of these days. I know. Um, you want to keep your altar separate from your surrounding areas. You want to make it special, mm -hmm. dedicated. Mm -hmm. um, a place for offerings, an offering bowl, uh, things that have special meanings, uh, candles and incense. Mm -hmm. You can use live plants. You can use dried plants. You can use animal remains, um, like bones. and yeah. like Don't mm -hmm. put like a dead cat on your altar. Please don't. Just like the bones of a dead cat. Uh, jewelry, drawings and crafts, or anything else really that has any special meaning toward you. Yeah. To you. Mm -hmm. Altars, uh, these are just some of the most commonly used items in Wiccan and pagan traditions, and none of them are by any means required yeah. to make an altar. Mm -mm. Every altar is unique and it should reflect your personal interests, your aesthetic, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, your goals, you know, whatever you're trying to achieve. Your altar is for you and should be assembled, customized, modified, and changed according to your needs. Yes. So whatever you need. Your, this altar is going to be special probably only to you. Yeah. So you are the only person you should be taking into account when when assembling your altar. Yes. So you again, like we talked about with, um, what did, what's we talked about with um, like the cer moon ceremonies? Yeah, the full moon ritual. You don't have to make them Instagrammable. No, you know, like it's dark this is a very personal yeah. thing. Mm -hmm. You should just. It doesn't have to be fancy. If you buy candles from the 99 cent store and you find a pine cone outside, yeah, and you light it with a big lighter, 
whatever. That's literally my Yule. <laughs> Dollar Tree candles. My husband found a pine cone outside at work. <laughs> Perfect. I'll tell you about it. Yeah. Um, your altar is a place that should make you feel relaxed and invigorated at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's a safe space for you to come when you need it. Mm-hmm. You need to recenter yourself, reconnect, focus. You need to work on your goals. It's really just a place for you to enjoy. Um, it's important for you to remain knowledgeable in the practices that you are engaging. Mm-hmm. So be sure to do your research. Uh, again, if you're using, if you're trying to connect with any special sort of spirit or deity, mm-hmm. research um, how they were worshipped and the things that they enjoy. If yeah. you if you want to get the most out of your altar, yeah, you can also use altars for people who are personal to mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess those are like shrines. Yeah, it'd be like kind of. Yeah, um, but the most important thing is just do your research, take your time. Don't don't feel like you have to make it look no super nice. And or, if you Google. Yule altar, Samhain altar, Ostra altar. They'll mm-hmm. tell you colors and themes and There's crystals. so much information. So much support. Yeah. So much information out there. And, you know, like Facebook is and Instagram are like a really great place to oh, get... Oh, Instagram is my go-to. Yeah, to get in contact with mm-hmm. people. Because people... I would say 95% of people are just wanting to help. They want to talk about it too. Yeah. And they want to share their knowledge and they yeah. want, they, everybody started out somewhere. Mm-hmm. So if you need help, ask for help and don't yeah. feel, and if you do it wrong, like, guess what? Like it doesn't now matter. Next time you know to do it different, yeah. you know, like it's not the end of the world. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's it. That's altars. I, yeah. there's not a ton of information mm-hmm. because altars are super personal. They're personal. They're simple. They're customizable. Mm-hmm. So there's no one right way to do these things. So, no. and I know, um, some people will have a very dedicated larger space and then right. in that larger space, rotate items out to fit Uh whether it be with an intention or a spell or with a solstice or some people will have like one dedicated altar and then yeah and then like have a smaller altar somewhere else yeah to be like Mm -hmm. this is the one I'm going to change out for whatever seasons may be coming or whatever things I need to accomplish Mm -hmm. but this is my one maybe that has pictures of you know lost the loved ones or Mm -hmm. deities or you know whatever your overall goals or intentions are in life and then you have your other smaller one that you kind of yeah mishmash in my house right now I have two okay so um my small small one Mm -hmm. is in my bedroom on your nightstand it's on my uh well that's just where I keep all my like crystals that I need by me (laughs) but right my husband and I have been having really bad dreams and so it's the ghost I don't think so. How long has it been here anymore? But we've just been having bad dreams. Um, And so. Both of you have been having bad dreams? Yeah. Are they similar? No. Hmm. Yeah. That's so strange. Yeah. I don't like it. (laughs) I don't like that either. We haven't had them though in like three or four nights since I did it. Good. So this is what I did. It's literally not fancy. It's on my portable heater. Nice. In my room, on my little vanity. And it's two candles. Um, a big chunk of amethyst, my black kyanite to kind of like push mm-hmm. that energy out, mm-hmm. um, a pointed clear quartz, 
Nice. And then some, uh, I just have like a bracelet that has like that volcanic, um, really porous stone yeah, yeah, that yeah. absorbs essential oils. Mm-hmm. So I put a little bit of lavender in each of the candles before I burn them put it on the um, bracelet. Then I put a drop under each of our pillows oh. and I put, I rub some kind of on the back of the mattress Okay. and I just like talk to myself and to whoever's listening about like cleansing the negativity and like letting us get sound sleep. I have an amethyst in each of our pillowcases Okay. and I have another big chunk right by love amethyst. I have a lot. Um, <laughs> it's a good one on my nightstand. And since I've done that, we have not had bad dreams. It's working. Yeah. So that little tiny little altar, I guess it'd be called a protection altar. Yeah. Actually, um, yeah. Has been doing its job, which is freaking fantastic. And how did you, did you just like uh, instinctively put that stuff together or did you um, look it up? I had already put the, one of the amethysts up because amethyst is always my go-to. I put it on everything. Um, And then I like Googled protection stones and the first one is amethyst mm-hmm. it's the biggest protection stone in clear quartz um and then i just i knew lavender already and so just i just put it all together and then the black kyanite i just wanted everything amplified so i put that on top it's like literally sitting on top of my amethyst that's really cool it's been really helpful um yeah. my second one is the one that i always have and it's in my living room it's out a window and it's on what's basically a bookshelf, but it's full of DVDs. So there's just like a bunch of DVDs under my <laughs> altar. That's and you fine. know what? Like, it's funny because it's like in the middle of your living room. But if you didn't point it out, you wouldn't you really wouldn't notice, notice it. There. Yeah. Because right now it looks just part of my Christmas decorations. But yeah. that's because Christmas and Yule it's are Chris- the same it's thing. The same thing. You'll um, find out soon. But I have the colors of Yule. I have pine cones. I have candles. I have an Advent candle that I forgot to burn mm. for the last eight <laughs> days of December. Um, and then I do have a St. Nicholas because I strongly resonate with him. Mm. And then I have just like some floral decor. I don't have a Yule log yet, um, but I will have a Yule log by the time the solstice comes around. But I'm thinking about just doing a tiny, tiny little baby one because yeah, it's not a big, I don't huge... need a big old log. <laughs> yeah, it's not a huge space for you to put like a big no, log No, but I can burn it because I have a fireplace or you could even burn it um, outside. But I don't have my Yule log up yet. But my altar, it's super simple. It has a gold candle in the shape of a tree, has a red candle, has a green candle, and it has my white... Um, Advent. Advent, there Can- you go. Candle. Forgot the word. Advent <laughs> calendar, and those are all the main colors of Yule. Oh, um, and then I just have some and like greenery, some evergreen, which is huge. Um, and I mean, it's stuff that you already have in your Christmas decorations. Yeah. Or like stuff you get at the Dollar Tree. Like yeah. that's, that mm-hmm. stuff is available anywhere or yeah. like 99 cent store or just even like Michael's yeah. or, you know, mm-hmm. something like that. My red candle and my golden tree candle came from Ross. Yeah. My that golden tree candle is really pretty. I don't think I'm gonna burn it. I don't think you should either. No. <laughs> the the two green candles that are on there are from the Dollar Tree. All my candle stands are from the Dollar Tree. Yep. The cloth. Or even um thrift stores. Oh yeah. I can't even tell you, you how many thrift stores. Yeah. I bought candles like four for twenty five cents. Yeah. Like the can, long tapered yeah. candles. Yes. And so I, I bought like fifty of them. Stress the Dollar Tree enough. For oh, the candles. Dollar Tree is amazing they for have candles. The 
what are the long ones called? Tapered, tapered. candles. Uh-huh. They usually have them um, two to four for a dollar. They yeah. always have white ones. Always. Oh, always, always. They um, always then, have the glass prayer candles. Yes. Is they even have called? blank ones. Yeah. That yeah. green one's blank. Yeah. Um, but then a lot of people do merge Christianity and Catholicism into their altars, which is totally fine. Whatever floats your boat. Yeah. And so I have absolutely seen altars with prayer candles because people oh, yeah. like to bring in saints and they like to bring in angels, which is absolutely fine. I will tell you, uh, we've, I don't know how much we've talked about our religious pasts before we've talked. It pops I know up I've every now and again. Yeah. My being, um, traumatized growing up a Catholic a little bit, but, uh, I still will buy St. Candles and they're beautiful. And, yeah. They're beautiful. And I yeah. just, the thing is like, they can't hurt you guys. Like, you know, like they don't hurt. You just, if you <laughs> just say a little prayer or make up a prayer or a little, you know, mantra, whatever, mm-hmm. light a candle. Yeah. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. So I always have a St. Jude candle. Yeah. Um, because that's the one I always, uh, like identify with yeah and he's the one for like prosperity and success mm-hmm. and things like that so um that is one i always use and they have them at the 99 cent store they do a lot of people have um the angel michael because he's uh-huh. the, one, the main protector yeah um kind of like main guide through life so a lot of people have him on their altar as well uh i think i can set up a quick little yule altar oh i have pine cones for you yes <laughs> Just my always hus- brings us. Well, because my husband, his job is out. He a lot of it is outdoors, and so he he's a wilderness me, man. Yeah, he brought me acorns for my <gasps> Samhain altar. I know, and now he brought me pine cones for my um, Yule. And love so it. It's, he's so supportive. He's a freaking adorable. But, he is. Um, it's gross. <laughs> you guys make me sick. But he like laughs, laughs at me, and like he tries to make little jokes about it and like but he's be- like when we had supportive. the Samhain altar the house did have vibes like when we had the Samhain altar because it's like the the veil is thin yeah. and I had my pictures of my relatives up and and he like jokes about it he's like they're gonna come here and I'm like they might <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean that's what this is for and he's a uh, uh, South American oh we just did his ancestry DNA <gasps> I'm so excited to find out. But yeah, so he's... Oh, I thought you got um, the results already. No, he just spit in it like two days ago. <laughs> but he's uh, um, probably Hispanic, Chinese, and Latin American. Yeah. So there's a lot. He has a lot of really old tradition in him. And his mm-hmm. um, dads came back with a lot of old Incan. And so... Really? Yeah. So if he really pulls inward, there's a lot of like super and he's ancient. very connected again he's like a literally like a wilderness yeah he's like literally always a foot in nature he's very connected with nature very yeah well that's so really cool he never bat like he jokes but he lets me do my thing but it's all like good nature yes yeah it's all good that's nature. important to have a supportive partner what else is up there we had some cuttings from the christmas tree that are up there is that um, a real christmas tree it is always. Oh my god, it looks fake. No, it's, real. it's so perfect. We keep it very well cared for. Yeah. We try to keep it alive as long as possible. I thought it was fake. It looks really nice. No, and then we burn them. In the backyard? Yeah. Like a bonfire. We'll cut it up. Michael will cut it up. Why is that? I won't. Just for waste. Mm. Might as Just well use the... it. Yeah. Yeah. Can you burn it in your fireplace? If we chopped it. You should do that. I'm gonna take a cut in of your tree too. It's a wet wood. Um 
because it's alive right now. And then by the time January rolls around, because I keep it up as long as humanly possible, it will dry <laughs> out some, but it's wet here in Southern California in January. So it doesn't really yeah. dry out very quickly, but that's okay. Yeah. It lasts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to take a cutting. I'm going to make a Yule altar. I'm just going to, I'm going to do need very it. much. No, I'm just going to go to the Dollar Tree and buy a green and a red candle. And I have white candles. Yeah. I can find a gold candle somewhere. I literally have a box of white candles. You're going to give Halloween. me a pine cone. <laughs> I know. Save so them. you're going to leave my house with <laughs> a tree, pine cone. pine cone, white candle. I'm halfway there. <laughs> halfway there. <laughs> it's not hard, guys. Just do it. Just do it. And we'll put up pictures too. We'll put up pictures yeah. of our. I have pictures of my Samhain altar. We can put that up. I yeah, have I think pictures. we did. I think that's already on our. Instagram yeah. mm-hmm. at Sit for a Spell Pod. Um, we'll definitely do our Yule altars. We'll do Jess's and then mine when I manage to get it up, like on like the day of or whatever. That's fine. Yeah, because Yule is a it's the winter solstice. So yeah. Um, but then one other thing I have, I have incense, and then the cloth that's under it um, is basically a doily, but it's okay. like a. It has pine cones and like evergreen knitted into it. Oh, cute. And it was given to me by my aunt as a wedding gift. Oh. So I try to like do little sentimental things. But then again, Dollar Tree has like a 99 cent store and Ross and everywhere have those like um, uh, table settings. Right. Yeah. So like that's like the right perfect now. size. Yeah. And so for any holiday, if you find one of those like little table settings or a like holiday tea towel. Yeah. Those are so cheap and so cute. And, and you they're like just the perfect like, size. Perfect size to just yeah. use that. Or just get like scrap fabric. And then and if, the like, colors, if it like gets messed up or like the. You wash it. Yeah. Or if it gets super messed up, just throw it away. It was yeah, a dollar. You know, like get another one. Yeah, recycle it, get rid of it, or whatever you want to do. How fun. It's hard to get wax off of stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, like, if the candle dripped on it, if yeah. you can't get it clean, if it's not sentimental, then, yeah, you know, get another one. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put mine up. You've inspired me. I'm going to do it. I love it. It's but you have so that little cute. broom hanging on it, too. Yeah. Which is something, yeah, that came up in my research um but it's like a it's like those you guys have probably seen them all the time at the stores it's like a little um twiggy broom it looks like a little hand broom that like they smell like cinnamon yeah it doesn't have a handle on it it's just Mm. like the it's like a yeah like it looks like dried twigs i'm sure you guys know what we're talking about yeah so yeah that's altars altars just like um they're great yeah i love them do what you want you don't have, have to do one or don't yeah yeah do it don't do it <laughs> whatever whatever we don't care <laughs> i don't care i'm not gonna be mad about it they are just so comforting and so fun to put up and if anything it's just like a little way to honor the season honor the holiday honor yourself just to have something and pretty it's like to a look visual at. reminder yeah of whatever it is your uh, honoring or trying to accomplish or whatever. Yeah. So I think that's uh, really cool. Try it out. Give it a try. Uh, if you do try it out, tag us on Instagram. Yeah, show at, us your pictures. At Sit for a Spell Pod. Uh, we'd love to see it because I think it's really cool to see people's, even though we were just like, you don't have to put on Instagram. But, you know, if you want. We to. still want to see. That's one of my favorite things to do is to just like look at the hashtag like altars. 
Yeah. Love or anything. It. Yeah. yeah. Just to see. Some people are so creative. So creative. It's and like, they have so beautiful things. Uh, I'm so jealous sometimes. I know. But, One day. But it's fun to see. So, um, yeah. Do you have any, a witchy moment? My thing. My only thing right now, um, most recent, has just been that little protection altar and really utilizing lavender um it's a for good dreams one. yeah i love lavender protection and um <laughs> when i <laughs> i put the stones in um the pillowcases and my husband was like what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> and i was like we've been having bad dreams and he was like i'm gonna roll over on it and i was like well then take it out of yours if you want to but i'm not gonna take it out He's for like, you no he left it in there <laughs> so that's so funny um, what were I your dreams of you if you don't mind me asking um i don't know what his were mm-hmm. but mine were like just because i don't remember my dreams um oh really yeah like ever I remember really, really bad ones and usually I only remember the bad ones or mm. remember like really weird ones. Like sometimes every now and again, I'll like wake up and have had this like adventure, like journey and mm. not myself. That's but cool. It's like, um, and I'll write it down because I'll be like, oh my God, I could turn this into a book, <laughs> but <laughs> I can't write. So that's not going to happen. But, uh, <laughs> Just I'll write them down. I want, yeah. to, <laughs> I want to watch. I, I will. If you dictate to me what you want the story to be, I'm so interested You'll in what that story would writer. be. Okay. Okay. So okay. this would happen. And then, okay. But then, okay. It would be so confusing because it's confusing to myself. That's so funny. So, oh man, maybe little but shorts, little animated yeah. shorts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's worked for a couple of days. Um, so I'm not going to leave it up forever because my dog's going to knock it down because he plays all over the place over there. But I think it worked. I mean, it's working. Yeah. 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 That's all that matters. That's all that matters. Yeah. What about you? Um, so my witchy moment involves a ghost again. God damn it. But. <laughs> but. <laughs> It's a heartwarming oh, adventure this time. Happy one. Yeah. Um, so my uh, son recently had surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, nothing life uh, endangering, but still, nonetheless, all surgery is difficult, especially um, as a parent watching your child uh, be in pain. It was a really rough, rough, yeah, I rough can imagine. week. Or I can't imagine. Um, him having to, he was on like opioids for like five days and he's just, he's very, he's a very like goofy, funny kid. And he mm-hmm. was just like not himself for well, like yeah. a whole week. Yeah. And it was really difficult. So there was one night, like three days in, I was just laying there. Uh, he was sleeping ish, you know, tossing and turning, but like not fully conscious cause he was on Norco. Yeah. And I was just laying there and I started like talking to my grandma, my Nana, I'm going to start crying. And I was like, all of a sudden it was like a wind came and I smelled her perfume. Okay. I know. (laughs) Well, you could cry. (laughs) Safe space. (laughs) I know. Um, but it was like the strongest, um, it was like a wind. Like it was like a window was opened and I felt like a breeze and I could just smell her, she used to wear uh, 
White Diamonds by Elizabeth Taylor. (laughs) (laughs) The most grammar perfume. (laughs) So I smelled it and Aiden like settled down and he like slept through the night for like the first time and I slept through the night and it was just really, really comforting. And I was telling my mom the next day, I was like, oh my God, I smelled Nana last night. I was asking her to like help Aiden and uh, help me. And she was like, oh, she was like, what time was this? Yeah. I was like, I don't know. It was like 1130 at night. Yeah. She was like, oh my God, I was praying to her last night too. Like I was praying to her to send her to go help you and to help Aiden. Yeah. And she was like, it was like the same time. And I smelled her like the whole night, the whole entire night. And even when I woke up the next morning, I could smell her a little bit. But it was it was like someone sprayed perfume in my face. That's crazy. It was like, oh my god, it was the best, and I miss her so much. And um, she would have loved Aiden, and uh, but it was she's nice there. that she's she knows there. Him. Yeah. yeah, it was nice to to uh, smell her again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just like one of those things where scent is so powerful. You it's know? so powerful, and it was like I was. I was eight years old again. Yeah. You know, so it was just, and I just like started crying. I was like already exhausted and on the verge of tears Mm -hmm. anyway because of everything that was going on. So I just, I kind of just like broke down and then like cried myself to sleep a little bit. But it was really nice. Yeah. She knew you needed a break. Yeah. Yeah. Me, Nana. I miss you, Nana. I love you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's so wonderful, though. Yeah. That's so nice. I'm glad you got to experience that. Me too. That's good. And she always, God, she's always around with him. She, she's like her little, his little protector because I remember when I first had him Uh and like, of course, having a newborn is like ridiculously hard. Um, But she used to do this thing where if you were sick, you would lay, she would lay down with you and then she would like take the back of her hand and like rub it on your face yeah like on your cheek mm-hmm. so I remember when I would putting him to sleep or I was like breastfeeding him and yeah. I would be like knocking out I used to feel that like on my Aww. face as I was like falling asleep yeah and I used to smell her perfume all the time and um there was a couple times where I heard her voice call his name oh and she she died oh my god what year uh almost eight 17 years ago oh man that's a long time ago oh jesus christ yeah that's a long time ago <laughs> <laughs> yeah she died in 17 2003 mm. um so what yeah seven almost 17 yeah. in january to be 17 years mm-hmm. and uh she, and he's 11 so like yeah she never even got to she never knew I got to see me pregnant or, you know, yeah. on this side of it. She never, yeah. got, I never got to experience that with her, I should say. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, hearing her, just knowing she's around and uh, that's the good parts that I think of like having those. Oh, absolutely. Gifts, you mm-hmm. know, some of it's scary. Sometimes a man in a white shirt. Yeah. I don't like that. Pops part. up behind you, but, yeah. <laughs> Uh-uh. But sometimes your nana comes to help you and you need it the most. And yeah. that's that's why I as much as the other stuff kind of freaks me out sometimes, I don't always like to fully close myself off to it. Because yeah. Cause then you you would miss out on moments miss like those that. things. And, yeah. But that was a really it really helped me out when I needed it a lot. I was kind of at the edge of my rope there for a minute and she really pushed me back off the edge. That's good. So yeah. So that was nice. my my moment. It's a good moment. Yeah. That was a good one. 
Yeah, that wasn't scary that time. No. Not all of my ghost adventures are scary. No. I'm just one of those kind of people who believe just a thousand percent, but I never want to see one because I'll die and then I'll be a so ghost you've never too. seen a ghost before? I have once, but... Is that a story for another time? I mean, it's short. I saw my um, stepdad's dad in the backyard. Oh. Yeah. And it was like, did you know who he was? Had you met, had you met um, him I before? I knew who he was like after. So I was like, um, in that house, it was my dad's mom's house. Um, that one, I don't know if you ever went there in Roland Heights. Yeah. Um, Down the street from uh, Blanford. No, that's my mom's. Oh. Yeah. Uh, that's this the is only the one, one like, kind of like Book Kalima Burger. Oh, okay, okay. So, um, the. Some two, local, yeah. Some, <laughs> if you know, naming you know. some local spots for you guys. Yeah. But uh, the two bedroom, the kids' rooms, the the windows face the backyard, and um, we would be in and out of that house all the time. I don't remember how old I was, or but I just happened to look in the backyard one day through the bedroom window, um, and I was in the bedroom closest to the living room at the time, and I looked out and I saw a man in the backyard. Um, kind of standing by this tree that we had. It's kind of in the corner. There's, we had a koi pond right there at one point. It's a lot. And then um, we had people in and out all the time. And so I was uh-huh. like, oh, maybe it was like a friend or a something. Friend. And I had just looked and I saw him standing there. And then I looked away for a second and I looked back to like kind of like see who it was. Uh-huh. And it was gone. Wow. But it was not enough time to wear they could have walked away. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then, um, and then... Was it like a full, solid figure? Yeah. It was like a person I, did, oh, I only remember, like, chest up. I don't remember... Oh. Legs. <laughs> 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 that doesn't mean they weren't there, but... And no, then yeah, yeah. When I... Uh, I, did, like, didn't even think about it. Like, it didn't even phase me. Mm. And I had seen pictures before. And then I just happened to see one in her room, my grandma's room... And I was like, oh, <laughs> I fucking love when that happens. I was like, I love those stories where people like see something and then yeah. later there's like photographic I evidence. I don't know if I've ever. No, I think I've told my family about that. We should do like a remember. whole episode on if ghosts. Not, Mom and Jenna. <laughs> now you there know. There you go. Just saw a ghost. <laughs> yeah. It's all We're going to like do a whole episode on ghosts. And uh, <laughs> well, that's my one and only ghost story. So well, there it is. We'll cut it out and paste it in that one. No. <laughs> I have like I can't you even can tell do you. A full episode. I can't and a even half tell you. Just talking and like I. So I listened to like a. Some, and you're gonna have to edit it because. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I I listen to like people like those paranormal podcasts. People talk about their ghost stories, and it's like yeah. this is like yours. Like this is the one thing that happened to me, uh-huh. and I'm like, stuff literally happens to me like every day. No, like all like four or five times a week, oh. I see or hear or smell or something. So it's like I don't even have. I have a couple like stories. Yeah. But usually it's like, oh yeah, I saw that shadow walk by or, you know, mm-hmm. I heard this or yeah. I heard screaming in the middle of the night or, Great. you know, it's always good. Fun stuff. Mm-hmm. It's my life. Um, oh. yeah. Alters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of got off on a tangent there. It's okay. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, thank um, you so much. Thank you. Um, Again, like our uh, support has been so awesome. We love mm-hmm. you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, we we're getting a lot of like listeners 
from places we've never even been to and we have a listener in australia i don't know who you are thank you so much day, we love you. most of our listeners are from california it's like 75 percent of our listeners That's we fine. love you guys um someone is listening in canada we love you too so it's just, really cool and thank it's, you it the keeps response listening. is really cool we love you we love you guys um email us at sitforspellpod at gmail.com if mm-hmm, you have anything mm-hmm. you want to talk about you want us to talk about um you want to send us pictures of your altars or you can yes, tag us yes. at sitforspellpod uh, on instagram we have all of the social medias but we're we just we have a twitter i don't think we've ever used it no there's no technology witches over here oh no no no, no, no. Instagram I'm is my... I can edit this podcast. <laughs> I'm surprised you can't too. I don't, that's why I didn't even offer. <laughs> um, yeah. So thank you again. Tell a friend. Tell a family member. Tell your priest. Sure. You might get a kick out of it. I mean, whatever. Who knows? Tell whoever. Yeah. Spread the word. Spread the word. Okay. Uh, thanks, guys. Thanks. Okay, bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Sit for a Spell. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on all social media at Sit for a Spell Pod. If you have anything you would like us to discuss or want to share your own practices, please email us at sitforaspellpod at gmail.com. Until next time, blessed, blessed be. be.